Welcome to the Toss Mills Odoi Macarius podcast. Toss Mills Odoi is an apostle, teacher, and a sought-after speaker in international Christian leadership conferences. He is the son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills, who is the founder of the United Denominations and a best-selling author. With over 20 years' experience in church planting around the world and in the training and sending of missionaries, Apostle Toss currently serves at the Kadesh in Accra, Ghana, a vibrant church seeking to win the lost at all cost. He is also a director in the Dagwood Mills Ministries. Now, listen to Toss Mills Odoi. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we humble ourselves before you this morning. We want to thank you that you spared not your own son, but you delivered him up for us all. And we thank you also that you did not leave him in the grave, but that on the third day, today, we remember how you sent your spirit to enter into him so that he rose again from the dead. I pray for everybody here this morning i pray for everybody watching through the internet i pray that whatever is dead in our lives that is supposed to be alive will come alive in the name of jesus and i pray that whatever is alive in our lives that is supposed to be dead dies now in the name of jesus because this is the season of the passover may we pass over from death into life of everything that is good for us and may we pass over from life into death of everything that is evil in our lives i pray for everybody listening to me this morning let us experience life and that more abundantly in jesus name i pray amen Amen. put your hands together as you take your seats happy resurrection sunday um, it's such a blessing to be here to see you. All those uh, watching by Facebook, thank you for watching as well. And you know, I want to give you, a, you to give me a few minutes of your attention to share the word of God with you. This is not the time to go and buy awuzakuku or um, bullfruit, but uh, this is the time to just sit down behind your television. And then just watch it as you listen to me preach. Um, it's such a blessing to share the word of God with you. This morning, we remember how Jesus rose from the dead after three days. He prophesied, he said in Isaiah, that thou will not leave his body to see corruption. Because it is said that after the third day, the body begins to rot. You know, So we thank God that his word is true. You know, and he's given us the opportunity to base our lives and our faith upon his word. You know, so um, we remember how Christ rose from the dead. I pray for all of us that we will rise up out of every dead situation in our lives. And that the Bible says that, and if the spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, he shall also raise up your mortal body even by that same spirit. So this morning I pray. That that same power, that same spirit that raised up Christ from the dead, that now dwells in us, will also raise you up into new life, into new life. May today mark the beginning of a new year 
in your life. May the rest of your life now take an upward course from today. The Bible says that, oh, that I had wings like a dove, then I would fly into the morning. Every morning, you have an opportunity to start afresh. Because he says that his mercies are new every morning. So I pray for all of us, for myself, for all of us, that this morning will mark a new life. That this morning will be a reference point for you. That you say that from Easter Sunday 2021, that is when I took this decision. It has changed my life forever. Easter Sunday 2021 is when I decided to start this. Easter Sunday 2021 is when I decided that I will not do this again. May today mark a a reference point and a turning point in all of our lives in the name of Jesus. Let us say that Easter Sunday 2021, if you forget about the date, whether it's 2nd April or 10th April or 59th April, just say Easter Sunday 2021 is a reference point in my life. Everybody has a different thing we need to pay attention to and may today mark a reference point where you can say that look in 32 years time you will say that Easter Sunday like you see me like this Easter Sunday 2021 I took this decision may that be your story in the name of Jesus Christ is risen and when he came the Bible said that and and his word was made flesh amongst us and we beheld his glory you see until the gospel becomes real to you you cannot say that you've experienced it and to the extent that you are able to get heaven to be involved practically in your physical life you cannot say that you are benefiting from god that is why the prophets would say if i be a man of god like is it at the point we talk a lot with no fruits to show that's why if i am a man of god let fire come down from heaven and consume you because you see you say you are a man of god you are a man of god and god's what is the proof they came to jesus one they said look show us a sign that we may believe <laughs> you say you are son of man today son of god tomorrow drop by the next day this one this one this so many things you know just show us a sign and, and, and that all the talking stop show us a sign and we will believe hey but jesus also said that look it's not everybody you prove yourself to some of you like proving yourself to people too much <laughs> you like people to think of you in a good way that is your problem allow people to think of you in a bad way it's okay the Bible talks about Jesus who endured such a contradiction of sinners. He didn't try to change it. Pilate told him, don't you know I have power to release you? He said, oh no, you don't. <laughs> he said, no, you don't. I mean, but to be honest, if it were me, I would have knelt down there. I said, oh, boss, please. <laughs> Somebody has told me that he can help me to avoid crucifixion i'll take it ah what <laughs> but you need to allow people see some of you try to be too nice too good too pot that's why the devil keeps on trapping you because you because you like to present a perfect image of yourself that is not the way of christ 
he endured the contradiction of Satan. They put him between two thieves. He was, he, he was numbered among the thieves. And he allowed it to be so. Your power increases. Your ability to have authority increases as you are able to withstand pressure. Yes. And you are able to get heaven to intervene in your current practical day-to-day life. And the way to get heaven to come into your life is through prayer. That's why Jesus went to pray as one of his last acts on earth. After he had prayed as one of his first acts on earth, before he started his ministry, the Bible says that uh, he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to pray and to fast for 40 days and nights, being tempted of the devil. And if you look at the temptations of Jesus in the wilderness, they are the same as the temptations of Jesus on the cross. If you are the son of man, turn these stones into bread. If you are the son of man, come down from the cross. It's the same thing. Everything Jesus said, if you are the son of man, do this, cast yourself down. It's the same thing. Amen. Amen. You see, so you need to be able to get heaven to intervene. Tomorrow, how your life will be man- Monday, the fifth of August. It it depends on your ability to call upon heaven to come down to determine the course of your life for tomorrow. And that's why throughout the Bible, you hear scriptures on prayer having physical effects. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and shall seek my face, turn from their evil ways, then will I hear from heaven. The prayer of the people causes heaven to come down to change the course of events. That's why you see, a prayerful person, because he knows what his prayer is doing, sometimes even becomes proud. Because he knows that the Lord is at my right hand. What can, how can I fear what man will do to me? So prayerful people at a point even can become proud. Because they are not afraid of human beings again. They know that God will intervene through their prayers. That is why Elijah prayed. Let's read it. It's a very interesting scripture because <laughs> Elijah prayed in 1 Kings 18.7. The Bible says, and Elijah mocked them on Mount Carmel. You see, I was telling you that prayerful people, that they can almost become very proud. Though. Look at what the prayerful man did. He mocked the false prophets. He laughed at them. Prayerful people laugh at people who don't pray. Though. He mocked them and said, cry aloud. For your God is a God. Maybe he is talking to somebody. Or he's gone to the toilet. That's the meaning of pursuing. Or maybe he has traveled. Or peradventure, your God is asleep. Because the guys have been calling upon their God and their God has not been answering. And Elijah was saying, what kind of God are you serving that you pray and he doesn't answer? So he began to laugh at them. If you pray and God is not answering your prayer, it's a laughable event. <laughs> it's a laughable event. What? I mean, one day I watched a film and somebody was saying that an important person was his friend. Say, if you like, I'll call him now. He'll pick on national TV. So he called. The guy didn't pick. Called that. Ah, the guy didn't pick. It is like if you were so close to him, he should answer your call. 
I remember many, many years ago, I was with a wife. It's a true story. And we had gone to buy something. I needed to talk to her husband. So I told her, call your husband and let me talk. She called her husband and didn't pick. Then I told her, but if I call him, he will pick. And she said, no, he won't pick. He's busy. If he, if he doesn't pick my call, it's, it's because he's in a meeting. And then she was talking. I said, look, if I call him, he will pick. It became an argument. She said, you, she won't pick. Then I said, should I call? They said, no, if you call, he won't pick. Then she called about six, seven days. He didn't pick. They said, no, he won't pick. It's the meeting. Yes, he's pursuing. He's on a journey. He's talking to somebody. He's sleeping. <laughs> so I said, ah, should I just call? So why don't you allow me to call? So at the point, he said, he won't pick, but you call. So I picked my phone, dialed the number. Cling! Hello, Rev! <laughs> I just smiled and just said, Yeah, so I wanted to ask you something, 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 something. Then I cut the call and I was quiet in the car. Then the person said, Eh? But there are some things I can do for him you can't do for him. Then I said, Look, this is not your quarrel. This is not your quarrel. There's nothing to quarrel about this. You didn't pick your call after Ada. I'm not saying that you are bad. Or I'm just saying that this is what they, you didn't pick your call. That's all we are trying to say. If you are truly close, why isn't God answering your prayers? It's because of the way you are praying. And this morning, as we celebrate Christ rising out of the dead, I want to beg you let Christ become real to you. You should be able to point to your life and say, God spoke to me to do this. Hannah didn't have a child. She needed to bring forth Samuel. The Bible says that in her enemy, her uh, husband's other wife. What is it called? Your husband's other wife? Eh? Rival. That's what it's called. Okay. <laughs> The Bible says, and her rival provoked her sorely. She didn't insult her back. The Bible says, and she went to the temple and prayed until Eli the priest even thought she was drunk. And Eli said, put your wine away from you, woman. And she said, no, your daughter is not drunk. But it's from the bitterness of her soul that I'm praying to God. And Eli told her that, go home. Your prayers have been answered. When she came back with Samuel after being winged, she told Elida, for this child was I praying. You see, you must get to the point where God answers your prayers. She pointed to the child and said, for this, I pray. For this, I pray. Yes. You should be able to point to things in your life. That is why sometimes they don't go to man for help. So you can point to the thing and say, this is from God. Yes. I met a lady. You know how we lobby for jobs in Ghana? I met a lady many years ago. She got a job with a top accounting firm in Ghana. And I said, how did you? Because, you see, there are some jobs that you don't get by application. You get by connection. Your uncle's best friend is their boss. Or your father's classmate is on the panel. That's how you get those jobs. But she told me that I saw the advert in the newspapers. And I applied. I said, but did you know someone there? No. 
You see, you should be able to point to things in your life and say, for this, I sought the Lord. Yes. Otherwise, you cannot say you are a Christian. I mean, if you say you are my child and I've never paid your school fees before, I've never bought you clothes before, how do you say you are my child? You see, a child is not the person who came out of your loins. So a child is your child because you took care of the person and brought the person up. It's true. That's what makes a child a child. Their upbringing and their care is what makes somebody a child. Can you say that God has provided for you? Or can you trace everything you have to your salary? Or to your university degree? You should be able to say that for this, I besought the Lord. This is a miracle. You see, this is a miracle. This is a miracle. This is a miracle. This is a miracle. She said, for this, I besought the Lord. So I want to teach you about 100% answered prayer today. Because you see, that can be your only proof. You see, it's like your answered prayer is your proof that God is involved in your life. And you see, on the judgment day, he said, many will come and say, Lord, Lord, and I'll say, I know you not. But if you've been speaking to me, I can never say I don't know you. You speak to me, I speak back to you. Prayer is you speaking to God. The answered prayer is God speaking back to you. You should be able to get to the point where God can never say he doesn't know you. And you see, you can talk to somebody twice. You may forget the person. But the person you talk to all the time can never say, can never... Even when they call you and they disguise their voice. After sometimes they say, recently I saw a girl and she was singing beautifully. So I called her and pretended I was, um, I said, I pretended, uh-huh, I pretended I was interested in her. <laughs> because I knew she was looking for a beloved seriously. So I called her and said, Hello? And he said, Hi. And I said, my name is James something. Bishop, so so and so recommended you to me. So I'm just calling to find out how you are doing and where we can meet. He said, who is this? (laughs) Then I said, I said my name is James. So as we were talking to the apostle! (laughs) You see, and then I said, who is apostle? Then she said, Apostle, 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 stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> you see, when you even talk to somebody for a long time, when they even try to disguise their voice, after a while, she said, mm. She said, I, said mm. I know this voice. Then I said, No, this is the first time I'm speaking to you. I'm James. I got your number from Bishop. She said, Apostle! It's like, if it's the confidence, if it's the person that has called her, then no. Not everybody can call me like this. You see, you need to get into such a deep relationship with God that you know God even when he's hiding. Even when God is hiding, you'll be able to say that, oh, the God I know, this is how he hides. Even his hiding will be known to you. Otherwise, your Christianity, like um, Paul said, is resting in the wisdom of man. I did BK. I wasn't born again. Then I did A-level religious knowledge. I was also not born again. I had friends who did religious studies in the university and were not born again. Knowing their letter and knowing about God doesn't make you born again. It is their relationship. Relationship comes from I talk, you talk back. I talk, you talk back. I talk, you talk back. 
That is how relationships are developed. And prayer gives you an uncommon chance to develop a relationship with God. I'll be ending the series on, next, uh, on prayer next week with 32 reasons why you should speak in tongues. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Easter Sunday, the best message to preach is on prayer. Because that is how God becomes real to us. He said in Psalm 91 verse 15, he said, He shall call upon me and I will answer him. One of the things I'm sure about is that God answers our prayers. It is one of the things I'm 100% sure about. You see, but the problem is from us. Because the Bible says that his ways are not our ways. So the way he answers prayers is different from the way we are expecting to answer prayers. But he answers. You see, like for example, I was talking to some, a friend there, and I said that, you see, everybody interprets love differently and everybody acts out love differently. Some people feel that love is say, I love you. <laughs> that is not necessarily that. They didn't do that go and kiss Jesus. Yeah, because even this year, cry hear that when Judas was going to kiss Jesus, got a face mask, he made a mistake and went to kiss Bart- Bartholomew. So I hear they took Bartholomew to go and Bartholomew was shouting, Stop me. You've taken the wrong person. But I hear the Roman soldier didn't know who Jesus was. So they said, You are lying, we are taking you. <laughs> so they began to beat Bartholomew seriously because of face mask uh, misidentification. He said, he shall call upon me and I will answer. From today, I want you to start calling upon God. You wake up in the morning at 4 a.m. Call call upon him. Say, Father, this morning I want to thank you for waking me up. There's this meeting I have today. Send your angels. That's also why you need to know the scriptures. Send your angels ahead of me. In Exodus, he said, and I shall send my angel before you to prepare the way for you. God said, put me in remembrance of my word. So you tell Father, send your angels before him. The Bible says, when Moses came down from the mountain, his face shined like an angel. You pray, Father, as I go for this meeting, let my face shine like an angel. In the book of Acts, he said that, and I will give you a tongue that no man shall be able to gainsay against you. Father, as I go for this meeting, when I speak, may they not be able to speak back against me. This is how to pray. This is how to pray. As, as I go for the meeting, your word says the angels of God encamp around the dwellings of the church. Let your angels encamp around me. He said, and you shall say, this is your time of favor. For the set time of favor is come. Father, let today be my set time of favor in Jesus' name. Yeah. This is how to pray. You don't come and pray. That, oh, Father. Because one day I heard the prophet on radio praying for somebody going for a visit. Father, we strike the visa officer blind. <laughs> <laughs> Look, look, if the person is born again, you are striking a born again Christian. God doesn't answer prayers for blindness. That is not how to pray. Father, let the visa officer be blind. That's um, the prayer head. And I began to tell if I was a visa officer and I hear people praying for me to become blind, would I be happy to give the citizens in this country visas? When you come, I say, hmm. I think the voice I heard yesterday sounds like this man's voice. <laughs> Pray according to the word of God. Isaiah 58, 9. Then thou shalt thou call 
and the Lord shall answer. Look, I see God answering your prayers in Jesus' name. Pray, 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 pray. Look, never stop praying. Never let, never become dry. Never let there be a season of prayerlessness in your life. Always be praying. Pray without ceasing. Always pray. Oh, one of my most beautiful hymns say that. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. And it is all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Luke 11, 9. And Jesus said, I say unto you, ask and it shall be given you. What should God do again? What should God say? He said, ask. It shall be given to you. Seek. You shall find. So if nothing is being given to you, it's because you are not asking. That's all. Always blame yourself for the state of your life. Never blame God. Never blame anyone. Seek and you shall find. You are not finding because you are not seeking. He said, knock and it shall be opened unto you. Any door that is not opening is because you are not knocking. What did he say? Isaiah said, even the brass gate shall be broken. He didn't say door. He said gate. If they are breaking brass gate and iron gates are being lifted up, is it a wooden door that cannot be opened? You are the reason for the state of your life. The state of your life is your fault. Your life is a reflection of your prayer life. Number one. The first step to answer prayer is to learn to pray yourself without needing anyone to pray for you. Maybe if you are new in nature, let me give you an announcement before. Me, I don't believe in this come to pastor for prayer. <laughs> no! Pray for yourself. Learn to pray for yourself. Look, look, when it is a crisis, then you can come to me for prayers. When you've prayed for yourself and it is not working, then you should come to me for prayers. Pray for yourself. Something I teach my children. This one will come and ask something that Manasseh says, I should come and ask you for this. I said, go and call him for me. <laughs> Why are you not coming to ask yourself? Learn to ask for yourself. Learn to pray for yourself. Jesus Christ said, if you shall ask me, he said, if you shall pray. He said, when you pray. When you pray. When his disciples came, his disciples didn't ask him, teach us how to come to you for prayers. They came to him and said, teach us how to pray. Jesus didn't say, be coming to me for prayer. Don't, don't, don't worry about praying. Just come or I'll be praying for you. No. He said, when you pray, say our father. When you pray, Learn to pray for yourself. Stop depending on people for prayers. One day, many years ago, when there was Tigo free night calls. <laughs> I don't know why you are laughing. I don't know why you are laughing. My wife, she used to call her throughout the night. Free credit. Those were the days she used to put phone under pillow. One night, I, 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 
I almost did something I shouldn't do. I wanted to pick up the phone and say, look, she is having sex. Can you please excuse her? <laughs> no, just to shame or to, I don't know the word, maybe embarrass the person. I married to my according at 1.45 a.m. because of, of Tigo free uh, night calls. <laughs> Look, don't call me after 9 p.m. unless it's an emergency and an emergency means you are dead. That's the only emergency that you should call. Pray for yourself. <laughs> what did he say? Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21. He said, James 5, 16, that it is the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man that have been that Many people have made this verse to be that it is the pastor who is the righteous man. So you, you are unrighteous, eh? If you are unrighteous, it means you are going to hell. Because the Bible says that there is nothing that corrupts that shall enter the kingdom of God. But the good is that in 2 Corinthians 5, 21, the Bible says that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So you are the righteous person whose prayers availed but or some other version says has mighty working power. When you go to God and say, look, and please remember, Daniel didn't speak in tongues. The Holy Spirit had not yet come. David didn't speak in tongues. The Holy Spirit had not yet come. Elijah didn't speak in tongues. Elisha didn't speak in tongues. Isaiah didn't speak in tongues. Jeremiah didn't speak in tongues. Even John the Baptist didn't speak in tongues. It's not tongue speaking that makes you a righteous man. Yes, it has its benefits. But all these powerful people, when Elijah said, it's not his prayer recorded. If it was in tongues, how would they have known what he said? They heard him say, if I am a man of God, in Hebrew, he Shalom, and they saw fire coming down. Look, God will answer your prayer. I'm telling you. Learn to pray for yourself. Jesus taught us to pray for ourselves. He never taught us to rely on anybody for prayers. Number two. Second step to 100% answered prayer. Second step to being able to introduce, involve Jesus into your life. And Jesus doesn't force himself on anyone. He said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. As I'm knocking, I'm standing. I'm not forcing myself in. He said, if any man hears my voice and opens, you open the door into your life by inviting the person in. Look, even in my Christian life as a pastor, I know that part of my job is to visit. But I'm noting that some people do not want me to visit them. So I don't force myself to go. Hey, some people... <laughs> they are at home till the day you say you are visiting. They've never been at home when you want to visit them before. And after some time, you should learn that they don't want you to visit them. Don't force yourself. I know churches where many people have left because the pastor wanted to do his job of visitation. But Jesus he is standing. If you open, he will come in. Your prayer life is your invitation for heaven to involve themselves, to intervene in your life. As soon as you pray, you invite, because you see, the Bible calls Satan the God of this world. So Satan has some authority here. 
when Jesus Christ was casting out the devil, they asked him, why have you come to destroy us before the time? Satan knows that it is still his time. When Adam sinned, he gave the world God had given him to the devil. In the same way, you are also a type of Adam, like a creation of God. So you can involve God in your personal life. Amen. And so that's why I said earlier that the state of your life is a reflection of your prayer life. Stop blaming people for calamities. It's true. In fact, a few weeks ago, I was preaching here and when I was preaching on the powers of the mouth, as I was preaching, God spoke to me that there's an area of my life I'm not happy with. And God told that it's because of what you say about that area. You, you sure are responsible for your life. Stop blaming God. It is your prayer. Like, he said in Mark eleven twenty two, he said, if thou shalt say to this mountain, if you, not him, not her, not your mother, not your father, not your brother, not you, if you shall say to your mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. And you shall not, and she shall not doubt in your heart. How can she doubt in your heart? And you shall not doubt in your heart, but you shall believe that those things that you say shall come to pass. You shall have what you say. They shall all come to pass. Are you married? It is your fault. Are you single? It is your fault. Do you have a job? It is you. Are you jobless? It is you. <laughs> Are you living long? It is you. Are you dying? It is you. That's why I've told people that I'm dying at the age of 92. I've determined the year of my death. When I'm 92, not before, not, not 88. 92. I have a lot of work to do. And I've even determined how I'll die. That I'll die on a stage as I'm preaching. I'll drop the mic and I'll die on the stage. That, that, that's I've been saying it for years. It's true. <laughs> One day somebody asked me, what's the meaning of thoughts? I said, oh, thoughts means God's friend. Show her what you say. Hmm. It is up to you. So say powerful things. John chapter 16 verse 23. Second point. Pray to your heavenly father and not to anyone else. How can my children go and add the house hell for school fees? <laughs> Look at what Christ said. Jesus said, and in that day when you are praying, you shall ask me nothing. But he said, ask the heavenly father. That's why he told them to pray. Say, say our father, like your prayer should go to the father. Your prayer should go to the boss. Your prayer should go to the most important person directly. Yes. I mean, my children, when their prayers come to me, their prayers are always answered. Shh, can we ask them? When they even go and pass through other channels, they'll see that it ends up with me. <laughs> yes. He said, pray, say, our father, pray. Jesus said, don't pray to me. Pray to the top boss. Say, our father, who art in heaven, that you address the prayer to him. Give us this day our daily bread. Go to the father, not to Jesus. Not to Mary. Mary, Mary, ah, Mary herself. Went to Jesus for solutions. <laughs> if she cannot help herself, how do you think she can help you? She went to Christ. She said, Look, please, oh, the wine is finished. Jesus, a woman. Why, why, why? Oh, so this, why me? 
Mary said, look, I, I won't mind you. She told her, look, anything he tells you to do, do. I know this guy, every day he's talking a lot, talking a lot. Whatever he tells you to do, do, your wine will come. And this is Jesus now saying that after I leave, don't use my name again. Pray to the Father. Look, when you go and say, that's why some people say, Daddy God, or whatever works for you, do it. Daddy God, Daddy, Father God, Abba Father, Daddy God, Daddy. It's okay. Number three, once your prayers are answered, that's it. Number three, pray in the name of Jesus. Because you see, if for example, you come to me and say that, Apostle, please, Pastor Samuel said the electricity units are finished, so I should come for money from you. I won't question any further because of the name you used. But if you come and say, uh, one of the ladies selling granites, they said, I should come and ask you that, the, who? What is your name? Why did you go? I may even be angry with you for even going to ask her. Why have you gone to ask her for the electricity? Why? By the time I even give you the credits to go and buy that electricity, you won't be happy that you came to use a wrong name. But if you say, Pastor Samuel said, immediately because of the name you used, it will bring solutions to whatever request you came for. Because of the name you used. And depending on what you are asking for, be careful about the name you use. <laughs> it's true. Depending on what you are asking for. Because if you come to me and say, oh, but someone said I can be asking for school fees. School fees. Who's school fees? His school fees. <laughs> yes. That's why I say I'll show you a trick. If you read the Bible, eh, there was a certain name they used for Jesus. That always brought immediate one he, did, he didn't even go to i see men like trees he didn't even spit in their mouth no whenever they called him blind there were two people who used that blind but yeah whenever they called him oh thou son of david when they referred to jesus as son of david the bible said and jesus stopped after that and jesus stopped read it it was when they called him son of david Read it. Son of David means son of mercy. So they always say, son of David, have mercy on me. Because David didn't qualify. David was like the outcast. David so many wrong things with him. Whenever they, they, like they used or they went to the son of David channel, it brought, it didn't go and do spirit or mad and all kinds of things. Immediately the Bible said, his side returned to him. So don't use it too too much. <laughs> Let God become tired of it. Every day you are coming. Sort of, no, wait like this. A crisis. Son of David, have mercy on me. Finish. Hmm. John 16, 23. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Look, you can get the books and then read it all. See, take your time. I know you may not be able to read all, but if you can get the books, it's here. Just see for the summer after church. You can pick one and pay later. How to pray it in the set of 60 books. Ask the Father in my name. If, 
one day we were at a crusade many years ago and I was in charge of the equipment. It was time for the crusade to start and the lights were off. Hey, I was in the crisis. Then, some people, some of the staff came to me that, listen to this, that the water heater in their room is not working. Can I come and fix it for them? <laughs> when the lights is 6 o'clock and the crusade starts at 6 a prayer and the lights are not working, you said your water heater. So, like, I, should, I remember that I was just saying, how should I respond? <laughs> so, I remember that I immediately knelt down and told the guy that, I beg you, I beg you, <laughs> I am busy. <laughs> because I had to, ex- to respond in an extreme way. I got this extreme, so I chose peace that day. So, I knelt down. Sometime later, do you know what they did? Some other could say they saw that. So one day I was there when they sent my wife to come and tell me that the water heater. I looked at my wife. Ah. I said, I'm coming. <laughs> and then I went. Hey! That's when I saw that it, this something and Delilah thing, eh? It's not something. Oh, see, like, <laughs> They could see that uh, we need a channel. Not every channel works. Some channels work. So they saw the one that worked and they used it. <laughs> because when they sent my wife under the same circumstances, I said, I'm coming. And I went. <laughs> In the same way, use the name of Jesus. That is the channel that works. That is the channel. The Bible says in Psalm 92, he that spared not his own son, his son, not the angels, his son, he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he also not with his son freely give us all things? Pray in the name of Jesus. God, I tell you, you know, when I didn't have children, you know, you watch these films where like they've hijacked something and they say, if you don't allowed to bomb the president will kill your son and i remember that i was used to say that whole tree me i'll tell you that uh, you can kill my son i'll have another one the guy and i didn't obey me all the time kill him so that we can replace him but as i began to have children when they were even young like two years they don't know me i don't know the only poopoo in the right you can kill them too <laughs> only poopoo in around them kill them but as I began to relate with my children, hey, like I know them, they know me, we can speak. Like now, if you tell me that you've kidnapped a president, that if I don't give you the key to the nuclear codes, you kill, that you've uh, kidnapped my son, uh-huh, that you need a key to the Burma camp um, nuclear codes, and that you kill Manasseh or Jonas. I said, oh! Not the nuclear code, I don't know. I'll give you for the atomic <laughs> one, two, and the hydrogen bombs. Please, there's also one at Koforidua you don't know about. I'll add that one too. <laughs> oh, yes. You don't even have to talk. When you say, oh, you know, so you are the one who has Oh, I'm very sorry. What uh, did you say you need? The nuclear, oh, no, no. There's also atomic. You don't know about it. I'll add it. There's another one too at Koforidua at Tafo. 
You don't know how hard it's to. Just let my son come home. Honestly. So for God, eh? I can understand God for God to give up his son. Like he killed his son and he said that through through him you will you will be saved. It is, it is not so far fetched. It is not so far fetched. Like he did something that has that touched his heart. That anybody who uses that channel, you you will get your miracle. Oh yes. It's true. Don't use wife, use son. I'm telling you, don't you don't use husband. We <laughs> recently I heard of a woman who was asked on the radio that so if you have to sacrifice your husband or your child, who would you say, Oh, I'll sacrifice my husband. Thing she, I mean, she didn't, she almost even said it like a good thing she's going to do. <laughs> Amen. The good thing is, the Bible says that uh, every knee shall bow to Jesus. But you see, it is not only bad things that bow to the name of Jesus, good things also bow to the name of Jesus. Healing comes through the name of Jesus. Deliverance comes through the name of Jesus. Riches come through the name of Jesus. Power comes through the name of Jesus. A husband, a wife, a child, they all come through the name of Jesus. He said, how shall he not through Jesus freely give us all things? Number four. The first step to answer prayer is to confess your sins. Ah! But if somebody, you know, recently, recently I was looking at a pastor. He has taken over his head pastor's church. Then he went to apologize. The head I'm very sorry for taking over your church. Then he went back home. He said they've forgiven him for their pictures on Facebook. I said, ah, let's be serious here. I tell you, if somebody comes to your house to take your television, the big one, he steals it. Two weeks later, he comes to you and says, oh, I'm very sorry for stealing your TV. I apologize. But he has left the TV at home. He comes with his ten bare fingers to come and apologize for stealing the TV. Will you accept the apology? Bring the TV back before we even start to talk. If, if I don't take you to jail, then you can even start the apology. But you come to steal. You've not brought it back. What are you coming to confess for? Have you seen that when somebody has done you something and you are angry? And he comes to pretend as though there's nothing. It's very annoying. That is why you need to confess your sins. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 40, it says, The Lord's hand is not too short that it cannot save. Neither are his ears hard that he cannot hear. But your sins and your iniquities have separated between you and God. That he cannot hear that when you are speaking that he can't hear. When you are shouting, it's like he's far from you. So when you go to God, say that, oh God. You see, and the, the good thing about God is, when you were sinning, he saw it. So your confession is not like some new information you are bringing up. But you say, the person who stole your TV, he knows he has stolen your TV. If he even says it, it is not like you are now fine. And you know it. So why don't you talk about it and clear it out of the way so we can relate? And you see that the Lord in marriages. Wives have a way of using their bodies to substitute for their sins. Although they are Jesus, I'm offering their son as a new sacrifice on the cross. Instead of saying, I'm sorry, they present their bodies as a living sacrifice. Wait, are you true or not true? They don't say, I'm sorry, but they'll come and 
need to say is to present your body as a living sacrifice. <laughs> Holy and acceptable unto you. Which is your reasonable service. But the next step to answer prayer, you see, it looks like confession of sins is also important. See, it makes God see that you, that you can see that you were wrong. God knows you are wrong. But do you know you sinned? Because, you know, some people act as though they've not sinned, though. Yes. And sometimes, I mean, like, <laughs> the worst ones eh, are those who know they've sinned, but don't care. And are even telling you that we've sinned. Just take it like that and let's go. God says he doesn't answer those prayers. So come to God and see, the Bible says that a broken and a contrite spirit, thou would not despise. Let your conscience be soft. Recently, my son did something bad. And I knew about it. And I was waiting for him to come and apologize to me. So when I went to him, I decided to make it a bit more, dif- more difficult. So I slept early. Just to see what he would do. So the next morning, I was praying and the kid, the kid just sit on my bed. He said, there's something I want to talk to you about. I said, what is it? Then he began to cry. He said, there was this temptation I felt in my conscience. To, I mean, oh, my heart. I, I mean, I, I, mean I, I mean, I couldn't even beat him. <laughs> they said, my conscience told me not to do it. And my conscience. And then I knew they was crying. Ooh. When they finished, I said, come and let me pray for you. Come and let me pray for you. He said, the brokenness, the sadness, the contrition, the repentance, the sadness. The, 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 it was even like a pitiful sight. That's what God expects of us. See, the Bible says that for he knows our frame that we are weak. He, it is Jesus who said, your spirit is winning. Sometimes we think that we, that, we, that we are advising God or we are giving God a revelation about ourselves. But he said, he said, I know that your spirit is willing, but your flesh is weak. God is not surprised at us all. He's not surprised that we are even good. That we are gooder than he expected us to be. So when you fall, he said, the righteous man, not the sinful man, the righteous man falls seven times. And you are falling five times. God is so pleased with you. Yet, you hide from him. Confess your sins. That thing that Paul said, confess your sins once or look, look. <laughs> you see, learn to differentiate between the words of Paul and the words of Christ. Christ never told us to confess our sins once or because have you ever got to confess your sin to somebody? Then they didn't say, ha! Ha! So you is that how you are? <laughs> look, is it true or not true? One pastor was telling me recently that one of his sheep came to confess something to him, and the person told him that if I ever hear you mention this thing, if I ever hear you mention this thing, I'll kill myself and I'll write in the suicide note that you killed me. <laughs> yeah, he said the sheep. His sheep told him. This thing I've told you, if I ever hear you, even if you are preaching in America, you are preaching in anywhere, if I ever hear this story, eh, 
I'll kill myself. And in the suicide note, I'll write, it is this person who killed me. <laughs> yes. You will confess yourself. The, Jesus Christ, when you are praying to the Father, that's where you confess your sins. Because God will forgive you, but human beings don't forgive. And human beings here have a way of dealing with you according to your sin. But let me share a secret with you as we close. Have you seen that when you sin, when you, 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 like you commit your own sin, you say, oh, it wasn't me. Like the situation I was in, I was hungry. That's why I stole. It wasn't me. Whenever people went to say, puzzle. So I went and I don't know what happened. And all that I saw, you don't know what happened. When we were following him to his room, we didn't know what, 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 what happened. When a boy and a girl were like, you don't know what happened there. I just went to visit and I don't know what happened. And, uh, and all that I saw was that, and all that you saw was what? <laughs> ah, how can you say you don't know what happened? And all, and all that you saw was that. <laughs> when you were going, that the Bible not say that it is when sin is finished that it brings forth it. Look, the act is the end of a chain of events. I don't know what happened. And all that I saw, the say, and all that you saw was what? They say, ah, then I saw that. <laughs> I said, no, don't say that. Confess your sins to God. Broken before Him. The Bible says that, and we are, and, and we should be holy before Him, not before. Man. See, our problem is we are too concerned about what people think about us. That's why our relationship with God is not solid. We are too concerned that. Sally see me as a good person. Does Reverend Ediam see me as a good person? How does Pastor Felix see me? That's what concerns us. But the Bible says that pray to God who is in secret. And the God who sees in secret shall reward you openly. That's true. Go down on your knees. And when I saw my son crying, I knew that there's nothing further I can do to him. Nothing further. But other people, they come justifying their faults. Explaining why they are right and you are wrong. Explaining with explanations. When all that is needed, I am wrong, I am sorry. You will never hear those words. You would rather hear arguments and counter-arguments and talking and talking. And look in your life. So You see that anybody you cannot apologize to always arguing, there's no relationship. There's no relationship. Yes. God is confess yourselves. You know, you look at Christ there. It's not theoretical. The Bible says for the wages of sin is death. The only reason why Christ died is that the Bible says our sins were placed on him. So God actually saw Christ as a sinner. Otherwise, Christ could not have gone to hell. Enoch, who was without sin, he never went to hell. So it is possible not to go to hell if you have not sinned. Yes. So I encourage you, look, and the Bible says that the, all of us have sinned. So, for all have sinned. All. So, forgiveness should be part of our prayers. Look, as I was preparing this message to come, it struck me that I don't consciously pray for forgiveness of sins. God, I usually just go and sit down and pray in tongues. So, like, I hope that the tongues will cover my sins. But I decided to make a more conscious effort. 
to add mentioning of sin. Yes. So that God will that you are dead brushed. Have you seen some people when they do something wrong, they get brushed it off? Don't you get angry with such people? Learn to say it clearly, at least the, at least the ones you know. And the ones you don't know, ask God to have mercy on you. And then the fifth and the last point. There are 12, but time will not allow us. It's to abide in Christ. John 15, 7. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. It shall be done. You see, so when you are also not having God do things for you, check your abiding level. Yes. You see, and how do you know you are abiding in Christ? If you abide in me, and my words abide in you. Coming to church, everything. Coming to church is the most basic form of Christianity. Even the devil goes to church regularly to see who has come to church and to know who to tempt after. <laughs> but it's true. In Job chapter 2, the Bible says that and when the sons of God were gathered together, the devil came in the bed. Satan goes to church more than most Christians. So going to church is actually nothing. But he said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask or you shall pray for whatever you want and it shall be done to you. Coming to church helps your prayers to be answered. It's a sign that you are abiding in Christ. And then the next point which is close to it is that and his words are abiding in you. Like I'll share with you, everything you are doing, there's a part of the Bible that addresses that. And he, and he himself said, put me in remembrance of my words. He said, I've elevated my word above my own self. So trap God by his words. Trap God. We are going to write exams. Daniel chapter 1 is your key. And John chapter 14 and chapter 16. He said, and, the, and Daniel and his friends purposed in their hearts not to defile themselves with their meat from the king's table. Verse 8, and, the king, and, they, and they found favor in the sight of the eunuch. Then when you go down, it says that, and as for these four children, God gave them knowledge and skill into all learning and wisdom. And when they were examined, they went to write exams, they were found to be ten times better than their peers. These are your scriptures for prayer. Then in John chapter 14, chapter 16, when he's talking about the Holy Spirit, he says that, and he shall teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things whatsoever he has taught you. So when you are learning for exams, always pray before you learn. Holy Spirit, please teach me. Holy Spirit, please teach me. Then add a clause to trap the Holy Spirit that, so that in the exam room you will bring to my remembrance what you have taught me, so teach me. Yes. Then the Bible says that, and he shall call upon me, and I will show you great and mighty things that you know not of, including the exam questions that are coming. This is how I became a first class student. I pray these prayers always, every day. Show me. I never wrote an exam where I didn't see the question papers before. I always selected the questions I was going to answer before the exam day, and I learned those ones. But one day he swept me, I was hot. <laughs> I think God wanted to teach me that He is not a formula. Eee! Have you seen that you are sitting in the exam room and sweat is just, you don't even know. It's like even multiple choice questions, you don't even know the wrong one before you even know the, the right one. <laughs> yes. Everything you are doing 
Is it marriage? Five scriptures. Husbands, love your wife. Oh, Father, I pray for a husband who will love me. Give me a husband I'll submit to. The Bible says that, and uh, be like Sarah, who called her husband Abraham Lord. If you are a man, say, Father, I pray for Sarah who called me Lord. As the Bible says. The Bible says, let it not be the outer that don't remember, but let it be the inward beauty of the earth in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a priest, which is the side of God. Father, I pray for your wife with the ornament of your meek and quiet spirit, which is in your sight of great price. Pray. This is how to pray for a beloved. Not Father, I was watching a TV program called Date Rush. Father, I think you are watching Date Rush. Then you see it. I think I like I think that God doesn't answer foolish prayers. God decides the foolishness. Pray according to the word of God. Do you sense the call of God upon your life? You pray from Hebrews 5 that Father, I sense a call. Your word says that no one takes this honor upon himself, but he that is called of God. Father, please help me to save you. This is how to pray. Pray according to the word of God. Do you want a car? You say that, Father, your word says in Matthew 6, that if I seek for the kingdom and his righteousness, all these things shall be added unto me. Father, the thing that the Gentiles are looking for. Father, I bind Tiko. I bind I ten, I bind Picanto. No Gentile is looking for. There's a new one Ekufado brought in relation and answer to the Okada, the car that is like a matches box. What is the name of that car? Eh? It's a small car, like one thousand square, like this. What's, what's the name of that car? Oh, that's a small car, like one thousand. Pragya, father. Eh? Anyway, there's a car. Eh? I saw one here. They said, they said our president, our dear honorable president. The whole car is like one thousand. No, it's even half because I don't think it's full. You cannot ask God for such a car. God doesn't give such cars. God, God said you will be the head. Have you ever seen the head of a country in such a car before? Have those sit in such cars? Have you ever seen the head of a country? He said you shall be the head and not the tail. You shall be above only. Those who are below white, never ask God for such a car. Never ask God for such a car. Don't ask God for such a car. <laughs> he doesn't answer such prayers. Father, I'm praying for. If you look at it, that the whole car is like one cow in the church. How can you ask God to give you uh, such a prayer? It's a sign that you don't believe in God. As the devil, maybe he will give you such a God. That car, even when a motorbike hits you, you can die in it. That car, when the motorbike hits you, Okada hits you, you can die. But God, the Bible says that they, I will give you the riches of the Gentiles. That is what God answers. I'll give you the riches of the Gentiles and the wealth that is in hidden places. He said, I will take you from glory to glory. Always ask God to take you to higher levels of glory. Those are the prayers he answers. He said, call upon me. I will show you great and mighty things that you don't know about. On this resurrection Sunday, as we close, I want us to stand to our feet and pray. There are seven more points, but just get a set of books. See Pastor Samuel, he'll get it for you. You know, 
Like I said, I want today to be a reference point in all of our lives. So pray for yourself. Identify two, maximum three things in your life that you want God to change. Like you don't want to see them again. Not something small, but something that is like from death to life. Three, two or three significant things that you want God to say, Father, by this time next year, by Resurrection Sunday 2022, may this thing in my life be changed. Turn this situation around. Move me forward 10 steps. Take me higher 40 steps. All those on Facebook, pray. Ask God to turn your situation around. He said, the Egyptians you see today, you shall see them no more. On Facebook, stand to your feet. Don't sit in your chair. Stand to your feet. Pray. Lift up your eyes. Ask God to change your situation. Pray in the name of Jesus. Use scriptures to talk about the part of your life you want God to change. And see whether, he said, prove me now. Prove me now. Put God to the test. Ask God for big things. Reshu makapayando lobosia, tesu kapafola kalanto kefala, maroke shemaka, labusa fire palabasumekaya. Ask God that by this time next year, you'll be sitting in this same room with your spouse. You'll be sitting in this same room with your children upstairs. You'll be sitting in this same room with your car parked on the car park. You'll be sitting in this same room with a powerful job. You'll be sitting in this same room in a much more significantly higher situation that you are in now. Ask heaven to intervene. Ask for the help of angels. Ask for the help of angels. Intervention of angels. Like Daniel said, from the first day that you set your heart to pray, I was sent to bring you the answer to your prayer. As you pray this morning, your prayers are being answered today. He said, from the day you set your heart to pray, that same day, I was saying to bring you the answer to your prayer. Today, mark the things you are praying about today. Mark the things. Write the things you are praying about today. Resurrection Sunday 2022. Each and every one of them would have been answered. God is answering your prayers. Angels are being dispatched with the answers. Kala, happening now. Happening now. Happening now. Christ is rising into your situation. Your prayers are opening the door for Jesus to come into your life. Your prayers you are praying now are opening the doors for Jesus to come into your life. Allow him to come in. He changes your situation now in the name of Jesus. 
Reshalia Katusala Rika Palabasumika. It is happening. Shanto Falibasimakaya. Your prayer life is rising. Your prayer life is rising. Like incense. It's, because it's going from incense to thick incense. Shalobasia. Rising before the throne room. Kalabosimaka. Kashika Tusala. Some of you are being given spiritual gifts. Mashukepa. Your Christian life is becoming more powerful. Maria Koshaya. Kalubasimaka. Mifileya. Yes, Lord. Prayers you prayed many years ago that you stopped answering. God is answering them this morning. God is answering them this morning. I hear the Spirit say, Somebody here, you pray, prayed many years ago. The prayers were not answered. You are so discouraged that you stop praying. Ha! Ah, that this time next year, all those prayers will be answered. Mafokari Sabika, Rakusheka Sudama Simakaya, Mefeketaba. Somebody pray for a cast. Several cars are being given out. Somebody pray for a house. Several houses are being given out. Somebody pray for a husband. Several husbands are being given out. Somebody pray for a wife. Several wives are being given out. Somebody pray for a job. Several high jobs are being given out. Somebody prayed about a crisis at home. Ha! Peace to the storm. Kashalabo Samaka. A miraculous ending to strife. Lesumeka Palaba. Reshomaka Polemesekata. Shufa Kufala. Somebody pray about an addiction. That addiction is broken in the name of Jesus. Saloka Faliba Simaka. Reshomeka Falibosa. Kison Tolobosiakala. Kashimeke Fede. Koriako Shibakapara. Your prayers are being answered. Your prayers are being answered. Kalakosaya. The angelic activity in the heavens. Your prayers are being answered. Kashukefa. Ekoliaka Tolobosimaka. Rentelike Sokefala. Mishoka. 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 Sintofekela. Kenoke Nokola Bisantala. Koriako Shemaka. Miko Folaba. Never the same again. Baba Talaba. answers to your prayer one by one one by one they will all come to pass because you are praying in the name of Jesus you know some of you the Lord is taking you like he took Philip from the riverside directly to Azotus not by might or by power but his spirit takes over completely Shalubala. I hear the word turn around turn around I see an amazing supernatural turn around in your life. Just as Jesus rose from the dead or Jesus was raised from the dead when the women went to the sepulchre, the tomb in the morning, the angel, they met angels. 
in response to your prayers, angels are being dispatched to meet you. And they ask them, listen to this. Why do you seek the living among the dead? Wherever you are today, you shall be found there no more. Whatever situation you are in, that you came to church, you shall be found there no more. People who thought you were dead, they shall now only find you among the living. People who thought you were immoral, they shall now only find you among the moral. People who thought you were poor, they shall now only find you among the rich. People who thought you were down, they shall now find you only among those who are above. Ha! You shall no longer be found where you were. Why seek ye the living among the dead? Those who seek you among the sad shall not find you any longer. You shall be found among the joyful. You shall be found among those who are rejoicing. He's giving you beauty for ashes. A garment of praise in place of the spirit of heaviness. Your life will never be the same again. This resurrection Sunday is your turning point. This resurrection Sunday is your reference point. You shall look back to it with joy and see what great things the Lord has done for you. In the name of Jesus. And all those watching by Facebook, miracles are also entering your rooms. Salvation is entering your rooms. All over the world. God is sending angels to every room, everywhere in the world. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Those watching on the internet, those here, you are all part of this one congregation. The Bible says that we are part of the head of the family, both in heaven and on the earth. It is one family, but in different places. Receive you the word of the Lord wherever you are. Kashuki Falaba. Resurrection Sunday 2022. It shall be a Sunday of many testimonies your mouth will be full why seek ye the living among the dead you shall never be found in any negative place you are in today Kasha, he said he goes before you into Galilee may Jesus go before you into every blessing